0: Parma on the edge of the box. Oh,
1: it's a straight-up screamer!
0: Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at PalmerBed. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call one 858 858
1: Life's so full-on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Tracks, the world's number one decking brand. Um, meanwhile, we've got uh, a very learned gentleman in the harness code on the line, um, and the racing code in general, to be fair, but uh, harness in particular we're going to focus on this morning with uh, Michael Guerin. Good morning to you, Mick. Uh, uh, harness racing tonight at Cambridge, Addington tonight, and then Addington again on Sunday. So whilst Auckland is missing out, uh, the rest of the country is able to get on with it.
0: Yeah, isn't it good, Smithy? I'm um, good to have racing back. Big hi to you and, and all your listeners on SENZ this morning. Yeah, it was only a 15-day break from racing, but it felt a lot longer, Smithy. I think when people are in lockdown, it feels a lot longer, but the industry kicked back into gear yesterday at the Cargill. What they're going to do, Harness Racing New Zealanders, while we're in any form of lockdown and things are a bit iffy around the country, they're going to base themselves at four tracks. In the cargo for the southern base, Addington, obviously, where they race with the big guns tonight, down in Christchurch, Cambridge, and then hopefully Auckland uh, at some stage, maybe in two or three weeks. But Addington's the big one, and that's the one where we see not only the return of some of the open class horses, as you heard in our news break, and the Morris Holmes Rs. That's a race named after one of the legends of the game, but that's also a lead-up race to the New Zealand Cup, the IRT New Zealand Cup, on the second Tuesday of November. We get a bit of a treat tonight, the surprise return of Sunday Sun. Now, he's the best trotter in the country, and some people would say he might be the best horse in the country, Smithy. He was totally dominant last season. This meeting was changed from last Friday to this Friday because of the alert levels meaning he couldn't race last week. He wasn't at the meeting last week. So had they ran this last Friday, no Sunday sun. Uh, Because they're running it tonight, it's a week further down the track, and they've decided his connections, yep, he's fit enough to have a race. Uh, He's a very, very good horse. He borders on being a champion, and he'll be the one that everybody's running their multi-bets through tonight. He's very, very short, uh, and he deserves to be. He races in race eight. It's 7.43, and unless something goes wrong, he'll just be winning.
1: OK, well, that's great news. Uh, we'll write that one down from the start, from the get-go. Uh, uh, Michael, uh, we know uh, in the um, thoroughbred side of things, uh, the, the jockeys, uh, some of them are housebound uh, because of their zoning, Lee uh Andrew Calder, uh, and Opie Bossin, surprisingly to him, actually, we found out early in the week, can't ride during the weekend. I guess that applies to some of uh, your Auckland-based drivers. But, of course, you can still get the horses to to Cambridge tonight.
0: Yeah, and that was a real bone of contention. Um, Harness Racing New Zealand wanted to wait to see, after they got the protocols uh, from the Ministry of Primary Industries, MPI, on whether horses could travel out of a Level 4 area to a Level 3 area, because while horses have travelled into regional before Smithy, we've had COVID in the country, never at Level 4, because we've never tried to race at Level 4 before. So what they had to do is wait till Tuesday, and that means the horses who had going from South Auckland, people like Barry Purden and Tony Hurley, their horses have to go with a registered horse transporter so you need to be someone who does that for a job so therefore the protocols are in place by you but the horse people can't go with them it's very strict they have to clean the gear and everything the horses need sulkies and all that then put them on the transporter with the horse they need to go to the racetrack they're unloaded and dealt with by someone in a level three area then that same gear the sulky, everything that involves the gear on the horse has to be cleaned before it's sent back to the Level 4 area. So they're taking it very, very seriously, even though there's a lot of evidence overseas that that COVID can't travel on other animals, dogs, horses, cats, that sort of stuff. So um, take it very seriously, it makes it very tricky, and therefore it means that some of the drivers who would be there tonight, like for example Ben Butcher, would be driving the entire team usually for Uh, Steve and Amanda Telfer, they have to go to different drivers. Most of them know each other pretty well. It's not a big hassle, Smithy, but it might be a little small point of difference for some of the horses racing at the Cambridge meeting tonight at the South Island landing uh, at Addington. Uh, That's not going to be a problem.
1: Uh, Of course, um, you know, it's like uh, anything. When you look building towards bigger things, uh, you you need your horses to get work, you need your horses to get race time, particularly your youngsters, you need to get them experienced. Looking forward to to bigger things that aren't too far away now, Mick. So there, I think there's a degree of urgency too, just like, um, just like uh, you know, uh, in the thoroughbred code, to, to to make sure you you get um, that valuable preparation time. So you you've, you've just got to make the effort, don't you?
0: You do, and we're getting two months out from the New Zealand Cup, but there's also three-year-old races and other major races that that mm. matter. Two months is about enough. Most horses have about a two-month campaign. or even six weeks maybe, to get them right for the biggest races. So the lockdown we had over the 15 days hasn't probably affected the horses at all when it comes to their long-term campaigns. But another week or two or three weeks would be a real hassle, and some of the best horses are in Auckland, and they may have to start their campaigns away from Alexandra Park and go to Cambridge, or... And give up on pre-cup Auckland harness racing. I'm hoping it doesn't happen, of course, because I'm stuck here. And head to the South Island, and the other question too is, what does it mean for us all long-term in racing? Smithy, you've been to New Zealand Trotting Cup Day, That's a great day at New Zealand yeah. Trotting Cup Day. Twenty-four thousand people. It, it's an iconic New Zealand sporting event. Last year they only had twelve thousand people because of concerns around COVID, and for example, erecting. Um, you know, stands and all the things you need to do, all the little things you need to do, marquees for a carnival. Do you want to be going to that expense if you're worried COVID might return? How we plan for our major racing carnivals around New Zealand now and how much resource these clubs are willing to put into them with the potential worries about COVID coming back again with the Delta strain is going to be really interesting. And then it talk about also horses going overseas. We're seeing the galloping trainers. They are sending some of the best horses overseas because the money's so big. You can send the chosen one to the Melbourne Cup because it's eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. Aegon can go to, um, you know, a race like the, the um, the Golden Eagle because it's seven and a half million dollars. But the harness horses, the money's a lot less. And you say to yourself, Do I want to go to the Inter Do I want to go to these races overseas if I have to go myself as the trainer driver? And once I go. I might be stuck there for months and have to at best go two weeks quarantine when I come back if I can get into a quarantine facility. So it's really turned the season on its head even once hopefully we're back out of the alert levels because um, the doubt over some of these things maybe is quite big. And we know that with other sporting teams, it's even worse for the horses for obvious reasons that they can't travel by themselves.
1: Folks, you can get involved in the harness industry if you like. You can live the dream just by getting hold of uh, New Zealand Harness Racing or visiting hrnz.co.nz, um, and uh, they'll give you all the help that you need. It's, it's a great industry to get involved with, um, and uh, once you're just involved, you'll, you'll stay involved because the thrill of owning a winner or just being at the races when your horse is going around uh, is, is something really uh, very special indeed. Now, uh, Michael, at the moment, of course, we're going through uh, this little promotion here on the station, pacing for purpose. So every Thursday, each show has uh, 50 bucks to place on a harness race. Uh, we this uh, we this week have been focused on Cambridge. Our horse is Chablis, race seven, number seven Chablis. Uh, if we win some money tonight, we would be giving it to. A very worthy cause of women's refuge. Give us some hope, please, Michael. Give us some hope. Or if not, if not, give us another winner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll try and do both. Uh, look, I think you get a really good chance. I, I think she's well-placed. She's actually, she believes, won the race two starts ago in a, in a stronger field. So she's won... Two of her starts, where most of the horses she's racing tonight haven't won two starts or haven't had two wins in their career. So, yep, Chablis is an absolute chance tonight. Three dollars twenty is fair money. So, when I'm betting, I don't sort of think too much about whether horses are an actual chance of winning or not. What I think to myself is, am I getting a fair price? And at three twenty for Chablis, you're getting a fair price. If I was having a bet, uh, I would make it simple. It'd be a simple all up bet, so a multi bet uh, tonight at Addington. Race three at Addington, and we begin a little bit earlier tonight. It's a long programme. They kick off at four twenty three. Race three at Addington, it's a moneymaker. It's a two year old. Pretty nice horse. Has gate speed. It's a chance to go forward, lead and win. So it's race three, number two, and then race eight is that big trot. Sunday Sun's only paying a dollar twenty. You say, Well would you bother? Well, if you take the odds from one horse and then multi it into a twenty chance, which I think is a certainty, you're getting 20% extra value on your money. So if you back a $5 chance, you're getting a $6 return, because I think the second leg is an absolute good thing. So my bet, if I was having one, would be race three, number two at Addington, into race eight, number seven, and the big race of the night there, the Morris Holmes Vase, goes just after eight o'clock. So... For those who are going to watch a bit of NRL or a bit of Paralympics tonight and settle in and enjoy those wonderful athletes, um, the racing starts nice and early, the sort of crunch hour, the golden hour for the harness racing tonight, 7.30 to 8.30 with Addington and Cambridge both in play.
1: So uh, that's uh, Michael Guerin, folks. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Michael, for your input this morning. But, of course, uh, if you want to listen to Michael tomorrow morning... Uh, He'll be on the mail run with Louie at 8 o'clock and then trots talk uh, around midday. So uh, Michael Guerin very much a big factor, particularly over the weekend here on SCNZ. Uh, Speaking of big factors, big factor in rugby league in New Zealand over the years has been Sir Graham Lowe, of course. Uh, Looking forward to talking to him very shortly here